I'm Katie. And I'm Steve. And this is the City of Reading Podcast. Welcome to a Reading City Council update. For full details on each one of the items covered or to watch the meeting online, visit cityofreading.org. There are a few steps involved to navigate to the video link, but we will walk you through that at the end of the recap. For any questions, suggestions, or comments, please email podcast at cityofreading.org. Good morning, everybody. I'm Chuck Auckland, Director of Public Works with the City of Reading, and today I'd like to give you a recap of our June 1st, 2021 City Council meeting. It was an action-packed meeting. We started off with a great presentation from our Shasta Mosquito and Vector Control District. They gave an annual report about all the things that they're doing. And if you haven't contacted them or aware of them, they have a, a website you can go to and they can help reduce the mosquitoes in the areas. Uh, gave, gave an update on what all they're doing, uh, some of the challenges they're facing, and, and how they're trying to eradicate uh, disease through vector control. Uh, so good presentation if you get a chance to take a listen. Next up was our consent calendar, and that, that contains mostly routine items, uh, but we have uh, several things on there that, that don't get individually debated, but certainly worthwhile and, and, and notable, I think. One of the things to, to, to maybe check out is physical security plan that the electric utility has developed to make sure they're complying with not only the regulations, but also keeping their assets uh, secure from uh, both cyber and physical attacks. Good stuff there. We also, you know, really good news, the police department was able to get a grant from the state um, for cannabis tax. And what that was for is they're able to get kind of a a cannabis DUI checkpoint, but also some equipment that will really help them, particularly with uh, protecting their officers. Um, Because a lot of times they get drugs and other things that they've got to take a look at. And and sometimes those things are pretty potent. And when they get into the packaging of them, uh, they can be exposed and certainly don't want to do that. So they got a new piece of equipment that that actually works as a laser that that can go through packaging to see what the substance is and give you a preliminary check on if it's something uh, that shouldn't be there. And, and then they can, uh, appropriately prosecute folks that way and then send it off to a lab to be certified as drugs or other paraphernalia. And so that, that helps to protect the officers. So good good news there. We also accepted our uh, a new subdivision, um, Seven Bridges subdivision. So that's on off Oasis Road. Um, we have actually a ton of residential development going on right now and uh, which is good for the community. Um, but this Seven Bridges one is, is one that's been in the works for quite a while. There's going to be four different phases. This is the first phase, and it's out off uh, Oasis east of Goldhills Drive. Uh, so more residential development out there that, that the city council has accepted, and they're available for purchase. They're building homes out there as we, as we speak. Another great item was awarding the Caldwell Park uh, Skate Park Edition. So we have a skate park at Caldwell Park that gets a lot of use, and our community services department did a great job and got some grant money, and they're going to expand that uh, for a lot more features. And uh, we just awarded the project. It'll be in construction here in the next month or so, and looking forward to that being completed for all our residents and, and youth that uh, love using that uh, skate park. Another item uh, that was that's kind of interesting is if you don't know we have a, an old pump house that is on the Sacramento River and on a river trail just just west of the diesel horse bridge it's really our main pump station for supplying water to the city and particularly the west half of the city it is old it was built in the 30s and it needs to be replaced so we 
have started on a project to replace that. Um, and, and what we were, what the council was able to do was uh, award a, a consultant contract for beginning some of that engineering environmental consulting services to Jacobs Engineering, our, our local uh, uh, engineering firm. And so we're getting started on that project. Uh, we hope to get that replaced within the next probably four or five years. It takes quite a bit of environmental resource documentation and working with the resource agencies to get approvals for um, doing anything along the river. And, and uh, so we're, that will really help uh, bolster our, the reliability of our, our water service, uh, especially as we move towards, uh, you know, uh, drought conditions and other things like that this year. Um, moving on to our open calendar, uh, we had uh, started off with a public hearing. Um, our city manager presented a public uh, hearing to talk about an ordinance update. In this particular ordinance, Chapter 18 of, of our municipal code uh, has to do with emergency shelters and allowing uh, those to be put in place. So this ordinance allows the council, um, if they declare an emergency shelter crisis, for private agencies to build emergency shelters and shelter housing. And they're not funded by the city, but they're allowing a use in particular places. The council has the authority to grant a use, whether it's at a church or, or other location to put emergency shelters up. And, and this is kind of a companion ordinance with, a, with another item, another ordinance update that was on the agenda to talk about the requirements for those housing units, uh, how big they can be, how they have to be served. You know, you need water and there needs to be restroom facilities and other things to make sure that those are safe for the residents and then also protect the, uh, the public in and around the area. And so uh, the council did, did approve that. And so those will be available as an option if we, if we decide there is a need for an emergency shelter crisis. Next up was uh, some kind of good news item. The city stands to receive about almost $18.6 million in American Rescue Plan Act money. So this is federal government money due to the COVID-19 pandemic that's coming to uh, the city that can be used for several things related to the pandemic. And so City managers just presented to the council that this money is going to be available. Um, some of the requirements that go along with the money, uh, reporting requirements and also conditional uses of what they can do with the money. And so over the next couple of months, uh, the council will be considered on what they want to spend that money on. It could be it could be for uh, small business programs. It can be for utility uh, rate abatement. It can be for public capital improvements, uh, deferred maintenance, other things like that. So a good chunk of money that's coming into the city that will be put to good use as we move forward. So good item there. The next one was uh, we had our housing division was able to get work with a developer off of Kenyon Drive to uh, provide gap funding and loan funding for a rehabilitation and transitional housing facility. And so this will uh, help develop a, a piece of property that will allow uh, folks that are homeless that go to the hospital, whether they're on a, have a substance abuse issue or things like that to provide shelter and housing for them to transition out of that problem with, with services available um, so that they're not taking up hospital space and not causing a burden on those types of resources. So it's this transitional housing that can get them back on their feet and, and, and then out uh, back into on their own. So 
good news there for, as well. And then the final thing on the item, uh, which is near and dear to my heart, uh, being the public works director, is the Alaskan Airlines Air Service Agreement. So we have been really blessed and really a lot of hard work that went into our air service development team to get several new flights here in Reading. And one of those is new direct service from on Alaska Airlines from Reading to Seattle. And that's going to start on the 18th of June. So that'll bring a total of five direct flights daily out of Reading, um, three of them to San Francisco, one to LAX on United, and then this service uh, on Alaska to Seattle. And then we also just started about two weeks ago, direct service to Burbank on a 737 via Avalo Airlines, brand new airline uh, that's providing 189 seats three days a week uh, to Burbank. Um, so go down and make a quick trip to Disneyland or the beach and, and get back. Uh, I happened to take that inaugural flight a couple of weeks ago. It was an hour long trip, hour and five minutes and right into to, to downtown Burbank, pretty easy to get around. So and, and it's really easy to fly out of Reading. If you haven't done it lately, uh, you know, quick uh, in and out of uh, TSA and getting getting on board the plane. Don't have to hassle with uh, taking the, the drive down to Sacramento for you know two and a half hours each way, five hours of your time. And we have relatively uh, reasonable rates for parking and and really quick and easy. So really excited about this Alaskan uh, flight. To, this will give service to to the north area and then connecting from there. They're also a one world alliance partner with American Airlines. So you're able to make some good connections with American Airlines uh, from there. And as I mentioned, it's daily service. It'll leave about 7.30 in the morning and get uh, return about 7.30 at night. So you can even go up for a day trip uh, if you want to. We're, we're really excited about bringing, opening up Reading to tourism. And one thing that this air service agreement does require is a minimum revenue guarantee. So there's a certain amount of startup costs that the airline has to incur. And then also it takes a while to, to market and get this service going. So there's a $400,000 revenue guarantee that's required. And so that essentially if they're um, losing money over the first year, it allows a reimbursement for that money. So the council proved that it's significantly less than the uh, revenue guarantee that we had for the United flight to LA. That was a million dollars. That was community generated. So thank you to the community for providing that. And we were able to get that back after the pandemic. So we're, we're rocking and rolling at the airport and uh, looking forward to serving this community for both for ourselves and, and people coming in and the tourism that it generates and, and staying in our hotels and eating at our restaurants and buying things at our retail outlets. So a lot of good things happen in the airport, fly Reading or or it goes away. We really need uh, people to, to to be in those seats and, and keep those flights, flights rolling. So that pretty much wraps up what happened. I encourage you to go to our re- website, cityofreading.org, and you can uh, click on the city council uh, portal and go right in and read all those reports and also view a video of the council meeting to get a little more detail. And of course, we at the city are always available for questions if you need a little bit more information. So... Enjoy your day and appreciate you listening. As a reminder, to find the video link, just follow these steps. Step one, at the bottom of the City of Reading homepage, click the button labeled Meetings and Agendas. Step two, once this page opens, click the tab at the top of the page labeled Meeting Videos. Step three, under the Available Archives section, click Reading City Council, and there will be a list of meetings with video links on the right-hand side of the page. Step four, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.